The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 132nd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Green Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I want to say that I was the first GRG member to get the Damascus camo in Call of Duty. Everybody else is a bunch of slackers. I know I said I wasn't going to go for it, but I did. And whatever Beer says... I did it in less actual time as he was going for it for the very first minute. He fired up Call of Duty. I didn't decide to go for it for weeks later. So suck it, Beers. I was number one. Suck it, Hawk. I was number one. Deal with you it. You guys are a bunch of sad tryhards. Get a job, you lazy bums. Yeah. What are you going to do? I, I don't know. I'm stupid. Like, there was a lot of pain and suffering to get that. A lot of shitty guns you dealt with. There was no, there wasn't even any like defense on your part. You're like, yep, yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, anyway, here we got uh, Solace Grimm is joining us this week again. Uh, Mr. Non Call of Duty. Didn't you just reinstall it? Uh, well, okay. So before I even get into anything, here's my rant Fuck Xbox. It's stupid and it's dumb. Nice. Okay, I love Xbox. But what happened was uh, I was getting a lot of hard reset issues like i'd be playing a game and it just shut down hard reset so i wiped both the external hard drive the internal hard drive of all the games all the apps and everything and then did a factory reset and uh so i had to reinstall call of duty because my brother wanted to play some cod it's only like what like 20 gig 30 gig no that's what's bullshit it is 100 gig for the game and then you've got all those what 15 to 20 gig side packets that you got to download too that thing's almost 200 gigs all said and done. Yeah, it's painful. It is stupid. Well, in your Xbox's defense, it has to deal with you playing it. So it suffers enough. It probably was trying oh, to commit suicide. Off. At least I play different games. It's just subject. Yours is just subjected to COD and that's it. At the moment, sure. And I'm telling you, you talk about that grind and how painful it was. Uh, I want to just go back on that. There's guns in there that just are brutal. The Dragon Off Sniper Rifle, oh my god, it is the worst thing in the world. It was so painful. Yeah, so anyway, I, I did get it. Um, but I only did challenges when Chipman 24-7 came up. So I kind of wasn't insane about it. I just, I'm efficient about it. You waited for easy mode, huh? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I did it the GRG way. <laughs> uh, okay, so now that I'm done ranting about that, uh, I am drinking some Iowa bourbon whiskey. Oh, I forgot to ask you what you're drinking and what you're playing. So yeah, you're drinking I know, some, but I'm, some. I'm just. I'm a mess today. Just leave me be. It's all right. I'm not gonna blame you. I get it. You're drinking some more whiskey. Is this this is a different brand? No. Well, this is the same one I had last time because I didn't finish it off yet. Oh, okay. I've been kiddo and stuff. So haven't really been drinking much. Uh, and playing shit. I got all kinds of things. I've been playing all kinds of random shit. Actually, I got back into Tarkov because it just wiped. Uh, I played Man Eater. I downloaded Minecraft Dungeons, but I haven't played it yet. Then I've been playing car 
mechanic simulator. Thief I have simulator. to ask you a question about that. Now you repair <laughs> engines and stuff like that as a, as, as a living. Now you're going to play the game. Like I'm not coming home, play a network engineer <laughs> simulator. Like what the fuck? They have PC builder simulator for you instead. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's one of those games. It's just, you relax. And when I don't want to go raging on COD or Tarkov or some other shooter, it's just something I do to relax. And our next guest for relaxation fires up Excel spreadsheets. Uh, up next, we have Valiant Victory, uh, our Destiny resident expert, her expert Destiny. Yeah, I don't know how to word that. I'm all screwed up. <laughs> resident Destiny expert. Yes, there we go. I can spit it out in a complete sentence. Who likes I to play know. Excel as well? Yes, right. You like that? I, I set my status at work. I'm playing Excel. <laughs> you um, would be the only person to do that. I thought it was fun. Um, Real quick about playing Excel. Isn't there like like some stuff you can put in there to actually play games? Like I forget what it was, like Pac-Man or something. There was a... Yeah, there's a, a macro that you can install into Excel to do some cool stuff. Um, there's Breakout and I think Pac-Man, but it's a little bit different. But Breakout mm-hmm. is, is the easy one. Um, so I'm sure you know that it's got a programming language behind the scenes, right? So you just copy and paste it and it's on the internet. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. And I'm like... Somebody actually, I think somebody sent it to me. He said, copy this into the, uh, the editor, you know, put it in the editor and then run macro. And I'm like, oh my God. And it <laughs> looks pretty darn good for being in Excel. I would say it's probably like, you know, you know, mid nineties, 2000s PC looking, you know, like the, if you were to run something like that, but uh, God, I think I, I'd spend 10 years ago. It, well, maybe not 10 years, 2009, 2010, that's 10 years ago. Yeah, somebody sent that to me ten years ago. Somebody sent that to me, so maybe there's You're better. Old. Stuff now. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's some cool stuff you can do in there. You know, I'll um, maybe I'll the next time where uh, I think of it, I'll send it to you guys. The it's it's on the internet. You just copy it into the mm-hmm. to the editor in Excel. You know, it's like it's got macros behind the scenes that you can run. Just put that in and then run macro, and it'll it'll you know it's it's like a programming language. It's pretty cool. Um, but I've only I mean. I just did it because somebody sent it to me. I probably, you know, I wouldn't want to mess with Excel otherwise. You know, it's I spend probably 30% of my waking hours in that program. I wouldn't want to like mess it up with a virus or anything. Yeah, don't don't mess with his numbers, man. <laughs> it would be like somebody throwing out your I'm going to say probably working on engines 9/16 or 13/16 socket. Somebody stole those from you, you'd be pissed. I just wish they would throw Solus out. So, <laughs> well, you're fucked because that ain't never gonna happen. And I don't use the thirteen sixteenths except on one engine on two bolts, but nine sixteenths. I I use that motherfucker religiously all the fucking time. Right? That's gonna mm-hmm. be one. rocker arms. Uh, for adjusting the valves. Yeah. Yep. I'm thinking that's nine. It was. It might be half, but I was thinking it was nine sixteenths most of the time. Uh, there are some that take actually both because the adjustment screw is at half and the locking yeah. and the lock uh, nuts. Uh, yep. yep. So now we're yep. engine yep. repair podcast. Nice. No, um, dude. I mean, this. <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm a nerd in just about everything. You name it, I can nerd it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to ask you what you're playing since we we all know what you're playing. But so, what, what are you drinking? I happen to be drinking a, uh, my wife got a bunch of these uh, Mike's Hard Lemonades. I got a strawberry Mike's Hard Lemonade here. It's pretty good. 
taste like lemonade, but it's got oh, a lot of alcohol goodness. in it. And, uh, you know, get me started. Uh, so what I'm drinking. Yeah. What are you drinking? Brooklyn Summer Ale. Which it's whatever. I need to get new beer, but it's what I got in the fridge. I'm, I'm all over at this point. I've had uh, two cases. And I'm playing Call of Duty. Uh, raging at Call of Duty, but that's what I'm playing. I finished my grind, like I said, for Damascus. I did quit and tap out of getting every item gold because you don't need to get every item gold to get Damascus, only the, the base weapons. So um, I think it was the, the first season you get the crossbow. I've never really used it, so I decided, you know, I'm going to gold up the crossbow. And I've been playing shipment with the crossbow, and I have a lot of fun with like these oddball guns, like snipers and shipment, stuff like that. I do pretty well. And everything's good except you have to get long shots, which I can't sort out because the crossbow has an arc shot and it needs some pretty good distance and fuck it. I'm done. I got my Damascus. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. It's, I'm, out. No, I'm just playing you know guns. I many, enjoy. How many times have you said that now? That no. is like the fourth or fifth. Well, for the crossbow, I'm just not doing it because it's just, I can't sort it out. I've tried. I tried. I spent two full days trying to figure out how to correct that shot for long distance stuff. I can't do it. I, I'll, I'll run around shipment and shoot people with it. I, I have fun with that because it's, it's one of these things that's satisfying <laughs> going against somebody with a full AR and you're just one shot crossbow bolt kill them and you got to reload and still survive. Like I like running around with the car 98 now. I like running around with these oddball guns that not everybody uses in multiplayer. I, like I said, I am the meta. I don't follow the meta. I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. You just like to use the archer over things because um, there's a weapon in Destiny that you can do that. You, it arcs, mm-hmm. but if you're smart about it and somebody's hiding behind something, you can get them because yeah. because of the arc. I don't think the arc is that good. No, this is more it of like a bullet enough. drop. Yeah, this is like more of a bullet drop type of thing. It's yeah. So you gotta compensate, and there's no extra lines on the on the crosshairs or anything like that. There, there is a little bit. Um, you could use different crosshairs. But I can't understand. I don't understand the bullet drop of the of the crossbow. I just have not been able to sort it out yet at all. And you need to hit a specific spot to one shot somebody. And for long shots, it's pretty far. It just becomes a whole big mess. I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'm over it. I got my stuff. I'm good. I'm playing a game to enjoy it now. I got to Damascus. My kids made me do it. They said, Dad, you got everything but the sword and shield. And let me tell you something. I meant the sword and shield. The knife and shield. The sword and shield. The wow. knife is the easiest gold to get. I had it done from zero to gold in an hour and a half. I, I, I popped 140-minute XP token for it. So I got it max level. And another half hour, 40 minutes later, it was gold. It was simple to do. It's the easiest thing in the world on shipment. You just run around shipment on core. You got to do it on core and easy peasy. Hmm. The shield, on the other hand, sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Total opposite, huh? You know, the problem with the shield is you need to, there's one camo, you have to get three kills without dying, and you got to do it like 30 times. And that sucks. So that's hard to do, but I did it. Anyway. You have, uh, what is it? The new stuff for ESO coming, so yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So I, I did that, and I, like I like playing the multiplayer, playing Warzone. So now I can kind of just play for fun. 
enjoy it. So no big deal. Hmm. No big deal. Anyway, let's get on to the uh, show. Talking about enough bullshit as is. Uh, first up, we have our episode rant. And following last episode, I'm skipping the rant. Because there's just too much bullshit going on in this world. Let's face it, everything's so depressing. The virus, the riots, the uh, me having to deal with Solus and Valiant on a regular basis. It's painful enough. I don't need to do this anymore. So I'm not ranting this episode. And I just kind of want to talk about something that was exciting and positive that happened and historic. This week, we had the SpaceX and NASA combined forces together, and we launched two American astronauts up in the space, and they docked with the International Space Station. And it was probably one of the most exciting things to see, to witness, that I've seen in a long time. We were glued to our TVs watching the rocket launch, and then we, the next day we were glued to TVs watching this thing dock to the space station. It's fascinating. You just uh, love your docking. <laughs> it sounds kind of dirty, right? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that is pretty cool, though. I, I it was one of those. It's like, oh, we're we're scrubbing it, but we're still gonna do it. And it's like NASA says that all the time, so it was kind of iffy. The humidity was off, mm-hmm. right? It was a weather mm-hmm. thing. It was on, a weather thing. On Wednesday, was it Wednesday they were originally gonna launch? Yeah, the first time they were gonna launch, and the weather was it was bad weather. And then it launched on Saturday, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yes. So um, on Wednesday we were watching. And I had to explain to my wife that we don't use the space shuttle anymore. And then I had explained to her that it was used for like 20 years and then we're moving on to new things. And she's like, well, how do we get in space? We haven't launched any humans into space. I'm like, yeah, we've been riding with the Russians. Yeah. Hitchhiking. And then she goes to the, well, what do we use the space shuttle for? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> we, use it, we use it for display. Uh, at uh, museums. Now, uh, I, I've been yeah. to the um, uh, Smithsonian in D.C., and they have a Smithsonian exhibit in uh, Virginia as well with all the excess planes because there's just too many planes to store in the D.C. area. And they actually have uh, a space shuttle there along with the SR-71. So if you ever get a chance to be in like Virginia, the Dulles area, that's a must-see. And that space shuttle, that's that's a big bitch. That's a big plane. That thing's huge. huge. Right? Oh my god! Isn't the, isn't the um, is it the? It's in. I swear it's in D.C. The one that's the the Enterprise. The one that's yes. is that in the museum. Yeah. Yes. So I, yes. I've, I've been on that one. Okay. I have a picture of me in like sixth grade in front of the Enterprise. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a, yeah. They have that. They have the SR seventy one, the spy plane in the room before. So it's the coolest thing. They have a whole bunch of cool planes. I mean, it's a, a giant like warehouse full of just. All sorts of stuff. Anyway, so we had the SpaceX launch. Um, so it was just exciting. My, my kid, my youngest, is looking to be to go to school to be an aerospace engineer, and of course, you know, in the future, work for the uh, James Bond supervillain Elon Musk and SpaceX. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, come on, he is a James Bond supervillain, right? I mean, like he has the a rocket company, he has a a company that makes tunnels on the ground, he has cars that drive themselves. Right, I mean, he's, he just needs sharks with the uh, laser pointers on their heads. <laughs> he and, probably has that already. <laughs> so, um, I actually have a cousin that works in um, satellites, and mm-hmm. basically, he does. They do a lot of design stuff, but he's an engineer, an aerospace engineer, 
Um, he went to UCLA and he is constantly updating softwares in satellites. So they're looking up language. Some of these satellites were launched 30, 40 years ago. Sure. And they're trying to make them do things. And the software was written like 30, 40 years ago. Can you imagine like how far things have come? You know, speaking of like technology, did you see like the spacesuits like com- look completely different? The actual capsule itself looked like it came right out of like the like a current Star Trek movie. Like, you know, yeah, it was glossy and smooth and well, it looks better than the, the other one's the Boeing one. The Boeing yeah. one looks like it's out of the nineteen sixties, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was cool. It was really neat to see. It was exciting to see it. And it was something positive that happened. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we needed we needed some good news, right? With yeah, all the crazy so. going on in the world. Anything other than I mean, if you we we were driving around and if you, you, you listen to people talk anywhere, they're talking about one of two things wherever you go. And you mm-hmm. know what those two topics are, right? So wherever you go and you hear people in passing, if you're within six feet of them, right? You can't get any closer than that. Um, and you hear them talking, they're talking about those two things and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So I'm glad that there's some other topic for us that's not those two things. Sure. All right. And the role of Gunny to be played by Valiant tonight, because apparently I've I've already had enough to so, social lubricant that gets me chatty. <laughs> <laughs> so you had two. Tent, so <laughs> you had two whole cores. <laughs> oh geez, that's just cancer. All right, let's go right into the thick of things here and start off with uh, some gaming and geek news. Uh, up first, we have a Maneater review. And the only thing I know about Maneater is the classic Daryl Hall song, Maneater. Great band. I'm assuming this has nothing to do with that, huh, Solus? No. That's well, a shame. Maybe there was a reference that I didn't get. Not, maybe. Maybe there was a reference I didn't get because I'm way too young for that shit. Yeah, you are. That's like 80, early 80s. Do you want to explain to us what is Maneater? So you play as a shark and you go eat everything. Your entire objective is to eat and grow and get revenge. You start off as mom shark. You fight, kill. You kind of get a sense of what your powers can be. Then you get caught. And then the person or the shark you become you're actually a baby that gets ripped out of your mom's stomach after the fisherman throws you back into the water because he wants to catch you later. So you look for revenge and you you feed and try to grow so that way when you go against him again, he'll be strong enough to take him out. Nice little uh, story. Good for the kids. <laughs> oh, it is not good for the kids. It is very gory, very bloody, and there is <laughs> very violent. Are you saying you start off as a baby shark? No, no. Baby. Sorry. <laughs> you, you mother. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will do, do, I will do, do, do it. Yep. Oh, God. I don't even know that. I, my kids, thankfully, were way too old for that nonsense. Shark. Do, 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 do. Or something like that. But anyway. I survived banana phone, so. <laughs> ask your questions. What, what what platform is uh, Maneater on? Is it a PC game or Xbox? I believe it's everything. Uh, PC, Xbox. Uh, PlayStation 4, maybe the Switch. I can't remember on that one. But it is for PC, Xbox, and PS4 for sure. What does it cost? Uh, 40 bucks, which sounds a bit pricey for a game where all you do is eat people, but is actually a lot of fun. 
Would you recommend this to people? Oh, or? absolutely. I mean, I would recommend waiting until it's on sale if it's not – if it doesn't look like something you're into per se. But it is a lot of fun. The controls on it are very – they're really good. I never really had any issues with, like, response and running into weird things or anything. So the controls are really good. Really, really pretty game, too. They did very well. At first, it seems like it's kind of small, but once you really open up the world, it's it's a actually a rather large game. I mean, I'd recommend it. It's definitely sure. a different. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Can you play as Bruce, uh, otherwise known as the Great Robotic, or the, the Robotic Great White from Jaws? Uh, no. No. But you can hop on the boats and eat people. <laughs> so it's almost as good. Man, to this day, Jaws is probably the one movie that really affected me. It still affects me. I watched that as a kid. <laughs> we were, when that first came out as a kid, we saw it in the drive-in. And my parents obviously took me. And then their genius idea was to go down the shore like the next week. We were down the shore for vacation, the Jersey Shore. Yeah, me and my brother to <laughs> this day... <laughs> When we're out swimming in the ocean, we're looking for shark fins. Uh, we swim near people. I monitor just in case they go under, you know, get pulled under from the shark. <laughs> we, we can only hope that you're one. Yeah, yeah. Then I try to swim near people that I know I can outswim. Wow. <laughs> I, I, call, I call them bait. <laughs> it's, it's like the whole zombie apocalypse as long as I'm faster than you, except you're with the sharks. Yep, that's exactly it. And it's crazy because my, you know, my kids, they, they love the ocean. They're so, they, they go out swimming so far. My, my parents had a shore house for a good like 15 years. So they would go all the way out super far. And I'm like, uh-uh. I'm like, come on. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> no. You know what's funny is your kids will watch that movie and laugh their asses off at the effects and everything and think you're just a moron at this my, point. My oldest son, yeah, he was like, what's the matter with you? But that's a classic movie. I mean, it was a great movie. Oh, it's movie. a classic. I agree. But it's just funny because... Yeah, he was like, you big pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, you know what? The, like the other two that, that really fucked me up was um, The Exorcist. I saw that when I was way, 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 way too young. Scared the ever-loving piss out of me. I actually had to get my religious grandmother to get me a cross blessed at the church so I can hang it over my bed. Wow. <laughs> I was scared. I was, that was a scary movie. I thought I was going to get possessed. Oh, I, yeah. That, that I can see also. Yep. Pussies. <laughs> the last thing was the, the thing, the original thing, the John Carpenter. That was. I've never seen that. That's a great movie. Kurt Russell. That's a good movie. I'm gonna have to look into special it. effects at the time were amazing. I mean, now you'd probably laugh at it, but eh. it was more of like a thriller, suspenseful with some horror. But it was just like you didn't know what was the thing, and then like you're looking at your dog, could that be the thing? Anyway, hmm. so you say in thumbs up for Man Eater, two fins up, two fins up, two fins up. Get it? All right, cool. Moving along, Minecraft Dungeons is released and. I know Solus has downloaded it. My kid's playing this. This is a different one. Uh, so you're mm-hmm. playing in the Minecraft world, but it's a, like a Diablo type of game? Yeah, it's uh, pretty much it's top-down style, just like Diablo. You can choose different classes, melee, range, mage. You'll have all your like usual mobs, creepers, skeletons, illagers, just pretty much everything you see in Minecraft, plus they've added more. 
it's got, from what I can tell, like I said, I haven't played it yet, but from what I can tell, it's also got like the same RPG element that Diablo does. You level up, you get your gear, uh, you get better skills, stuff like that. Uh, It actually looks like a lot of fun, and a lot of people are playing it. I kind of was watching some videos on this, and I was... I was interested in it. I thought it's not that bad. I think it was, is it 20? I think it's $20. So it's not too crazy. Yeah. It's on, it's $20. I think, yeah, I think you're right on that. And it's, and it's on game pass. So. Oh, okay. You have that. So. Is it, um, can you still build in this or is it, I um, don't only know. for the fighting. It's, it's only meant for like Diablo style gameplay. It's not, there is no building in it that I know of. And it doesn't wrong. look like, yeah, it doesn't look like the environment's destructible either, which is kind of weird because you would think that you'd be able to mine materials and craft items or stuff like that, like because that's what Minecraft is about. But this is kind of just Diablo Minecraft in the Diablo style game. Mm-hmm. It's downloaded, so I might even play a little bit after this. It does look fun, and I've seen a lot of people actually playing it on the friends list, so. No, I wonder if like it's crossplay enabled for this, or is is this a crossplay title? Because maybe for PC, Xbox, I don't know. I don't actually know. We'll have to do our homework because my son asked me for it. Now that I know that I already have it, if you will, I'll download it and play around with it a little bit. <laughs> it's one of those. He'll see you playing it and be like, "Oh, can I play?" And then you'll be like, "Shit, he's already seen it. And now you won't even buy it for him." Well, now if it means I have to give up my account or pay twenty bucks, I'll pay twenty bucks. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's cheap. I mean, arguably, I could just get him the Game Pass. That's that's the other option. Does he have his own live? He has his live, his live account, and it's good till you know for a while. But you have to upgrade to you know uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. and then Game Pass Ultimate. And I did Ultimate a little while back. Remember when I was transitioning over? And if you upgraded your regular Game Pass and then switched to Ultimate for like a buck. So I'm good to like 2024 or something. Really? Oh, yeah. There was, I mean, you guys had to hear about that, right? There yeah, was a, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. I got mine upgraded and it like did additional stuff, but I only gained like six months. I didn't gain four years. No, what you do is you got it before you, there's an order. Like if you upgraded to ultimate, then you have to, you know, it's going to charge you monthly. But if you upgraded the regular game pass first and just add on years, you, you could buy those like the, the, a year card or whatever on amazon or xbox or whatever so i did so i upgraded as far as it would go which was 2023 or 2024 and then switched it to ultimate for a buck i got so all the way to ultimate for that time so again i'm talking about a thing that's now passed but that's what they did during the transition so i don't even think can you do regular game pass anymore it's only ultimate right you just either have no i think there's still game pass if people choose yeah i just don't see why anyone would do it but i believe it's still there but yeah that's what i did so it's in there now that i know it's there i'll play around with it i mean i download stuff all the time i just you know me i don't play anything else <laughs> they've been adding a lot of stuff to game pass actually they you do they've the added a bunch of cool stuff i mean i downloaded forza 4 you know the the horizons 4 um, are they fun games yeah i've i've well you know i loved seven i love the the regular the one that tracks but um, I downloaded that one. I played around with it a little bit, but again, it's time. I only have so much time to game, and Destiny's got a lot of stuff for me. And Destiny, so. and Destiny's got a lot of stuff, a lot of the same stuff over and over and over and over. But it's still new. 
They just put a different skin or a different color on the bright dust or something. Right. Well, that takes uh-huh. us right into our next topic. We'll just jump right into that. Uh, sure. Destiny Seasons. Okay. So, yeah, there's uh, a, it seems to be a little bit of a thing about that right now that um, there's not a lot of love for the uh, season model because um, we switched to the, the full-on season model here with Shadowkeep, which came out the fall. And we've had three seasons. And the storytelling is okay, but the game, you know, the stuff it adds to the game or whatever has been meh. It's not bad. I mean, one could argue there's some, we've had some bad content. We've had some very dry periods. So the story is moving slowly through the seasons, and that's good. But this season in particular, they moved into a lot of bounties and and at one time people were saying hey you know remember bounties in destiny one they were cool and into this season in particular called uh the season of the worthy they went into into that and i think that very much just sucked the life out of people there was a an event called um guardian games and it was all about bounties plus you had your regular bounties and it was like bounties on top of bounties on top of bounties. And people joke that the season of the worthy is really the season of the bounties. You guys that play COD will may have noticed that like all of our players went over there. So on a nightly basis, there's one or two of us in Destiny. And like our six or eight people that were regulars are all playing COD now, um, at least until we get this new reveal. Um, that seems to be the thing. And now we have... One week left as of tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on Monday. It'll drop on Wednesday. We have one week left in um, in uh, this season, and we're expecting to see some big stuff happen here next Tuesday. And it may be that this now fourth season of the year may be the biggest one, and the other ones were just kind of leading up to it. We have a lot of stuff going on. I saw Destiny tweeted out some kind of audiogram. And the audio wave file, the image they used was a bunch of shapes, a little like triangles, triangles. or pyramids. Okay. And then there was like, I couldn't, I listened to the audiogram, but I had no idea what they were saying. So I don't know if somebody figured that out yet. I'm sure some nerd <sighs> got in there with audio editing tools and cleaned it up. And there's some voices you can hear in there. That is the most recent news on the current season hint. We don't know. This is the first time we've been away, one week away from a season dropping and we don't even know the name of it we don't they don't know what the next season is called we know nothing about it nothing um the closest thing we have is this wave file of official communication uh there are things happening in the game and there's a lot of environmental changes that are slow and whatever and and i think a lot of people are saying this is more of a Fortnite type of storytelling they're moving instead of like telegraphing what's going to happen we have this wave file that has the what people have been calling the dorito ships at the very end of the campaign of Destiny 2, the um, vanilla campaign, we saw these ships come al- alive and they're like triangle pyramid type ships. In the seasonal progression, we see them coming towards um, Earth. And we, there's actually a map that Rasputin has on the wall of one of his bunkers. And it shows them coming into the solar system and all the planets in the solar system are lined up as if they're all right on top of each other and obviously they they're not there's a lot of space between them but and it shows the dorito ships have made it all the way to saturn and so they're in our solar system there's hundreds if not thousands of them at the same time we have a big cabal ship hurtling towards earth that um the it's called the almighty and uh so all of that we think is going to happen next season but i think some of the people are theorizing that we're actually going to say next 
year, you know, the major content drop, we're going to have a year four in Destiny in September. Some people are thinking that this audio file is hinting that we're actually going to get a new something major this next season. And it's going to, you know, what could be like a planet is destroyed, uh, um, you know, something major happens, you know, a tectonic shift, if you will, in the whole universe uh, where the solar system changes. And that's what we're thinking may happen here next Tuesday. We don't know. Would that be like a seasonal thing? I mean, something like that seems like a pretty big, where that'd be a DLC type, maybe for the September. We think that what it is, is whatever is happening this season is going to be a precursor to the, the September. That's why we don't know yet. So that's kind of like on the, on the good news. Now, again, when I talked about all the people left, because there's not much going on in the season, not much is like, this is all kind of telegraphed that we think we're going to beat the one cabal ship. The Dorito ships are going to arrive and then something happens. But understand that the Dorito ships are moving along and it seems like that would be more of a yearly drop, not a seasonal drop, but they're here. So what's going to happen? Are we going to kind of get something that delays their arrival for three months? Or they're just going to wait around, they're going to show up on the map, and they're going to be like at Earth, and we'll be like, oh, hey, you know, um, it's not September yet, so you guys got to chill. I, I don't know. I mean, so that's, if you, there's any type of drama in the universe, that's the thing that we think is, is remains to be seen. Maybe Rasputin helps. Uh, there is a teaser image that was put up for about 15 minutes that was deleted from the Destiny, um, the Bungie Twitter account that showed um, a guardian on an ice with an ice background, maybe like an ice planet. That would be Europa that's been teased forever, which is a moon uh, around Jupiter, which would be, you know, um, something that would support the theory that we're engaging or we're trying to do some last ditch stuff to stop the Dorito ships is that they're the next thing. But I, I, I mean, again, as far as building energy, this is where we are. We're like asking the question, where are we? you know, what's going to happen next. So again, as far as actual progression, this is one of the main complaints about things, the story in game or whatever, it's pretty bland, but the, you know, the picture outside, there's a lot going on. There's not much, you know, happening, but we're thinking the darkness is going to arrive. The the bad guys are going to be here. Maybe they win. You know, like, that's the thing is that we think, you know, the, the real shitty thing would be, we do all this stuff and the bad guys are the ones that beat the cabal and, send them out of universe and we have the darkness attacking earth but they just wipe out the cabal i saw like a, a leaked screenshot or something that was data mined or glitched or something with the tower and the almighty mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't yeah. you've seen that like it's all smashed up and yep that's the, the thing so we think that some of the almighty is going to hit the tower it's no question that it's going to do some damage you know it's headed right for earth but you know who destroyed it did we destroy it? Does Rasputin destroy it? Did the bad guys actually destroy it because they want to, like, you know, they want us, you know? So that's the stuff that we're going to find out. But it seems like what they're saying is this TWAB on Thursday is going to be the, you know, something that says something about next season or not. I mean, it would be the first time in the history of Destiny that we get a new season, a new something dropping on a Tuesday, meaning a week from tomorrow. Uh, that we don't, we will not know what it is until we play it. And that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, that would be the best thing they could do. I mean, that's actually probably the best thing they could do. Is Agreed. To be able to keep it that secret. That I mean, that's, that's 
just as good as like the Fallout 4 when it dropped at E3 years ago and no one knew it was going to happen. But you know, they have a captive audience. Unlike, think about the main thing you have to do if you have to sell a disc or have to sell a download, you have to get people to download it. If it's already there and you're, you have a season pass, you're probably going to check in on the update, right? On the new season. Mm. So they have a captive audience. And maybe the best thing to do is to do nothing. And I think maybe that's what they're trying out here is, you know what? We're going to say nothing. You're going to show up. You know that in game we're teasing something's coming. So show up, see what it, see what it is. Because you know, and again, this is one of the main arguments that people have is that, that the game is built around a certain amount of FOMO that you need to show up to see what it is or you're going to read about it on Twitter the next day or whatever. So maybe that's what they're going with. I don't know. But I'll tell you, it's about to be the first time and I've got, you know, you guys know I have lots of hours in this game. It's the first time that I have no fucking clue what's coming. Like five know. or six hours, maybe 20? Yeah, maybe 20, you know. Maybe. I think he has accumulated over like 6,000 hours in it. No, no. I think <laughs> between Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, I probably have close to 4,000 hours, but I only have active time 2,700 hours. Oh but my goodness. Can you imagine oh my. that that's that's a that's a work year plus a couple of months. That's about where I was with Guild Wars 2. Jesus. Or I was I was up there. I was past there. I I don't know how you do it, man. I really well, don't. Certainly the the you know, um COVID time off didn't hurt. And uh you know, I'm I'm probably playing a little bit less than I than I was when uh you know we were seriously quarantined because i'm back to the office i'm trying to get caught up on work and whatever but i'm still getting a good you know 15 20 hours a weekend you know hmm. i can't imagine we're talking about that the dorito ships and stuff like that that screams to me as new dlc fall time stuff i don't i would think so but what are they going to do because it's on the map no they're in the solar system. What are you going to do? Tell them to camp out? Yeah, sure. Take a break. You know, Take a break. I know you guys are here, but why don't you park over there? And before you attack, we have to, you know, it has to be September. We can't launch a new season in the middle of fucking June. Just think of it this way. Each planet is kind of like the uh, the, the little stickers you see at the food store stand here, the social distancing. <laughs> right, so totally right. Stay back. You, know, so they get the- it's, you think about it, it could be old school siege tactics. Right, they, right. They could just they be they there. wall. They just sit there and just freak us out, right? Just sit well, there. Yeah, they'll sit there, mess with your heads. They start really kind of planning what they're gonna do on how they're gonna take take over the system. It could be a siege tactic type thing, I which don't know, then man. would explain why they wait. Last question for Valiant is: If this next season is a turd or whatever, will you play another game for the summer? Will you switch <laughs> it up? I might, you know, here, here's what I've been doing is that last couple of weeks I've been kind of caught up on things. And so I've been, you remember you, you got your Damascus gear. Well, there's catalysts for exotic weapons and I've been going through every single one of my exotics that I can get a catalyst for and getting it. And then if I already have it or I got, I just got it. I've been, you know, finishing the masterwork. I've got like four left. So I'm running out of like even little things that I'm like, oh, I'll get to that later list. So if there isn't enough content to keep me busy, yeah, I'm probably going to play something else. That said, there's a few different things my son wants to like team up and do. And he has a realm server with his friends 
and they've been doing some uh, uh, Minecraft stuff. If this, uh, if there's a way to uh, team up and do this um, Minecraft Dungeons thing, we'll probably do that. Um, but he's constantly wanting to game with me, and most of the stuff I, or I should say, he has no interest in Destiny. So there's that. So we're trying to find things that we can do. So yeah, I'll probably play something else. But, you know, of course, will I be open to, you know, hopping into Warzone with you guys? Sure. You know, but oh, yeah, my goodness. I, I have to say that, like, it's been, I've been, you know, doing my part to, like, stay active and do things just because it's comfortable. But the last few weeks of this season have been rough. It's been kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of like when you have, uh, a repair you need on your car and it's like annoying. I don't care if it's, it doesn't start or, you know, this thing is just, just not right. You need to get it fixed and you want to get to it. You'd be like, I just, I'll get to it when I get to it. That's, that's my car's inspection. That's been due for two months now. <laughs> so same. I mean, it's like a thing that like, it isn't, it isn't like preventing you from using it, but it's like an annoyance. Well, that's kind of uh, yeah. what I'm at with this game. It's like, it's good. It's okay. I mean, it's, I should say it's okay. You know, a lot of the stuff is, you know, you could, I could do some of these strike things or some of these grindy things over and over again, but it's gotten to be a lot less fun than like when shadow keep dropped, there was so much to do that. I couldn't get through, you know, like in a week, I couldn't get through all my characters. So many things that I want to do one character. I got through everything. The next one, I got through most everything. The next one I just didn't get to, well, you know, I think it might be a good time for you to, to branch out try a few other f- titles that you were looking at trying and then pick it back up in the fall. If it's a turd, that's where I'm at. I mean, I'll, I'll get through the thing and I'll check in every time there's a new, like there's things that throughout the season that change, like there's this thing and then there's that thing. And then there's that thing. I'll be do each of those things and I'll do my exotic quests or whatever, but I won't need to be there like every day. So yeah, I'll, I'll look at some other things. And that's what I do like with, with this, like in the, in the next topic is um, Elder Scrolls online. Graymore has come out for the PC. It's coming out on the 9th for Xbox and PS4. And that's what I'll probably wind up doing, at least to kind of break things up. I probably won't play it full time, but I will play through the campaign, um, at least with two of my characters, my two main characters. But yes, yeah, so that comes out. It's a whole big DLC expansion for Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, it, they go back to Skyrim but it's a thousand years before the actual Elder Scrolls Skyrim game. New area to, to explore, new dells, new dungeons, all that wonderful stuff. Uh, the storyline centers around Coven of Witches, I guess that bring back all these vampires to life, and it's, it looks pretty exciting. This is one of those games that I fall back to when they had the DLC. I'll play it for a bit. Then I'll go into Cyrodiil and PvP for a bit. So it's usually my summer game because I usually have the expansions come out around this time and it works out because, you know, I've been playing a ton of call of duty, got my Damascus. Now I can take a, a, a night or two off, you know, that the teams will have an easier time winning war zones without me shooting at everything at random. So, so, yeah, so, that, so that comes out. Well, go ahead. Let me ask you about ESO. So, um, is it safe to say you've done like most everything in, in the ESO world? You Not know, close, no. Well, um, I should say, at least for your characters, right? Because each, each, um, uh, I want to say class, but they're really each race has their own kind of storyline. So, if within the you belong to the elves, right? You typically are in the elf 
storyline? No, it, it's different like that. So they have like the main character storyline. So you have your main character storyline that you go through, and that's mm-hmm. pretty set standard. Um, and then each zone has kind of like a, an overall story. Like there's all the quests in the zone, but there's still like a zone story, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done all those yet because there's so many different zones. I've done enough to get my characters leveled. I did most of them. And the two different characters, I try to do two different areas so, to see the different types of things. See what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, then the, ex- so the-, the expansions are like whole new areas and they're whole expansive. new things to do. And it, would, and it would have each race would have their own main plot line and all that. Why I ask is, you know, we, we know someone that, that plays this stuff like, God, more than I play Destiny, they play ESO. And I'm like, I would think you'd run out of content eventually, but they're just playing like it seems like eight, ten hours a day every day. Because you can do several different things. And uh, it's like Destiny where this is why I say Destiny is an MMO light because it scales back like on the content, the um, the PVP fat, uh, functions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elder Scrolls. One zone probably equals most of what Destiny 2 base game was. One zone, like, space-wise. And you probably have, like, 30 different zones to go through if you want to do all of them. Then you have all the different DLCs. Then you have the actual huge expansions. Because they come out with the different DLCs. They're small expansions. They're, like, minor right. stuff. And with the, um, what do they call that? Uh, ESO Plus? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the subscription. Right. And then it gives you access to all those. You can get, yeah, you can buy them outright if you wanted to, or the DLCs. Um, You can buy them outright, or if you have ESO Plus, is how I do it, then you can play them while you have ESO Plus. So like Dark Brotherhood, stuff like that, the Thieves Guild. But the main expansions, like uh, Somerset, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank, the one before it. Um, Oh my goodness, it was Somerset. There's a first one, and I'm drawing a blank, and it was really, really good. Not elsewhere, right? Elsewhere was all right. That was the newer um, one. That was, was the first one. Like, oh my goodness! One? I'm drawing a blank on the first one. Um, more wind. More yes, that was excellent. That was I love that one. Uh, that was it was like forty dollars. It was well worth it because the amount of content in there. But the other things you can do is like there's all the PvP aspects. So you have like the small scale PvP stuff. And where I get lost is in that big scale, the Cyrodiil PvP, the big, giant, huge, huge map with the it's castles. Like a PvP raid. It's right? it's like a PvP, like World War Three raid. I mean, it's huge. You have the three different factions, like two hundred people on each faction. You you know, you, you join up with groups, and you can go t- storm castles and fight big battles. I. I get lost in that stuff. That's where I like in Guild Wars 2, I probably spent 99% of my time in there of like all like 8 million hours I put in that game. I love that type of gameplay. Uh, I wish it ran better. It runs like shit, but it is. Yeah, it is. that was, it was a little clunky, but it, it was, it was definitely had some fun. You know, mm-hmm. but we had, gosh, I think we did it. We have 15 or 20 people. And it's, it's insane. So I can spend a ton of hours in there. So like if, if that was working well and, you know, I'll, I'll spend all night. And I, it's, I can see why people get lost in those games because there's so much to do. There's, there's so many different things to do. So many different, like you can go and, and if you want to be a master angler and go fishing all day long, I mean, like that's a, a that's title a that takes a million yeah. hours to do. It's just so. 
Anyway, yeah, so I'm excited. I'll play this. I'll play through the con- at least, like I said, at least twice. I'll run my two characters through my sorcerer, my dragon knight, and, and then I'll probably PvP for a bit and gear up those guys and wrap it up in the fall. <laughs> as I always do. Beyond the next thing, whatever that is. But yeah, yeah. I think so is probably one of the things on my list. Obviously, the Minecraft dungeons, you know, mm-hmm. um, I got, you know, Giddy asked me to go over and, and you know, die with you guys and COD a little bit. Um, I might, you know, we'll see where this thing plays out. We'll know mm-hmm. in probably a week or two if it's something where it'll keep my interest. If there's going to be destiny. Be yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, even if there's enough stuff to keep me busy, I'm fine. But if it's something like, oh my God, we're back into the grind. And remember, even if there's things that we know about this season that are bad in destiny, they built next season six months ago. So they won't be able to pivot to learn, you know, from their mistake fast enough. So, you know, I might be doing those things with you guys. <laughs> you never know. Well, speaking of like Call of Duty, you just mentioned Warzone. By the time you hear this, Call of Duty Season 4 will be out. And that'll drop June 3rd. Typical Call of Duty season. We're going to get a few new weapons. The Galil, which I'm looking forward to. It's an assault rifle. I think it's an assault rifle. I don't know if it's a marksman, but I think it's an assault. And then we're getting the, the uh, Vector which I've never been a fan of the Vector SMG in any game. I just think it looks odd and clunky and bulky. Uh, I know Solus likes or knows what the Vector is from Division. Yes, I know what the Vector is, and I've never liked it either. doesn't look silly. It just looks like a silly gun. It's, it is a weird-looking SMG for sure, but it's also been very effective, or it used to be very effective in like Division. It used to, It used to be effective in just about every game it's ever dropped in. It's like an angry hornet's nest that just obliterates people. Well, we'll see what it does here because it's got um, overcome the MP5 and MP7 SMGs, which are king of the hill right now. I fucking hate those stupid 9mm using pieces of shit. It makes no sense. I rock that MP7 like a motherfucker. I bet you do, you <laughs> dirty whore. In my Damascus skin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, we'll be seeing some new maps. They say I, they haven't really announced what's out, new. which is annoying. But uh, Scrapyard was a prominent picture, I guess, in the season trailer, and that's the one that's in Ground War Boneyard section with the planes all smashed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll probably see some remakes, but <laughs> we're going to see remakes. Yeah, there's no probably about it. There I'm is over no that. new with COD price will be a playable character that it's believed yeah. that he will be the end game or end season character. You unlock the skin, you unlock um, at one fifty five. There's supposed to be a big change coming to Verdance, which is the map for Warzone. So that'd be interesting to see, like, you know, they've been teasing like this nuke. They've been teasing issues with the dam. What's going on. So we'll see with that. I'm hoping to see a big shift in the meta. Uh, and I'd rather not see a weapons buff. So like right now, M4, the Growl, MP5, MP7, they're like top dogs. I'd rather not see them get, or guns get buffed to that level. I'd personally like to see those meta guns get nerfed a little bit, thus leveling the playing field across the board. Like I don't think time to I, kill needs to be faster, ever. I'd personally just like the guns to work the way the guns actually work in real life and nine millimeter not be able to go through half inch AR 15 dart AR 15 AR 500 uh, plate. 
you know, the usual bulletproof plate that can Listen, stop everything. This is Call of Duty. And it's, it's not realistic. I know, but it's bullshit. Mm. You sucky. Their campaign was so awesome, and then they were like, let's just make multiplayer shit and not make any sense whatsoever with the calibers. Dude, the, the multiplayer was good. Like, the um, that night mission video is... <laughs> that was really good. The The... the the gameplay for that, the footage, the video, the quality, that was excellent. But I, I think you meant the, the single player? The single player. What am I saying? Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Multiplayer. That's why I was like confused for a second. I was like, no, yeah. multiplayer no, is terrible. No, the multiplayer night vision stuff. That, we that played that for community it? night. Oh, my God. My eyes for like hours. Like my head was killing me. Like it almost gives me like a migraine. Hmm. It's weird. If only to give you seizures. That's death. Destiny. Destiny Valiant can attest to that. <laughs> You played Mayhem and Destiny? Oh my god, my eyes start rolling back. Jeez. You know, I, I think, you know, when when we finally move from Destiny 2 to Destiny 3, they should in, introduce Mayhem in, like, everything. Let's you use Mayhem oh, Strikes, god. Mayhem Raids, Mayhem everything. Just, I will like, swallow my sewers. tongue. <laughs> I, will, I will swallow my tongue, my eyes will roll back. It's full seizure mode. Uh, it's fun for a couple minutes, but yeah, I hear yeah. you. Oh, so also for Call of Duty, we are looking soon to hear about the game reveal for the next Call of Duty, Call of Duty Next, which is rumored to be called Black Ops Cold War. I don't know what is different from Black Ops Cold War. Didn't they do one during the Cold War? I don't... No, I don't they, think so. They've just, like, recycling stuff. The first one was, wasn't it? Or was that Vietnam? Vietnam, I think. Yeah. Anyway, they're talking about what maps are bringing back, obviously... Nuke Town, Firing Range, Jungle, Summit. Like, seriously, bring us new fucking maps. I want new fucking maps. I don't mind if you bring back old maps. Give us new maps. Yeah, it should be like four new maps, one old map. Four new maps, one old map. Not four old maps and one new map. It's, exactly. They're ass backwards. It makes And the only, the only problem is, is because they're, they're working up that fervor that people used to get when... I mean, Nuketown was, when it first came out, it was fun. Everyone had fun on Nuketown. And then they redid it again, and everyone had fun. And then they did it again. And I was like, what the fuck? Stop. You know why people just, aren't having fun with it? Because when they built the map, and when you first played it, it was a different Call of Duty mm-hmm. than Call of Duty, um, the last one, Black Ops 4, where like you're faster, you move faster, you can jump over things, you can hurdle things, and you can... Do different stuff that you couldn't do in the original one when it first came out. So the map plays different, and you see that now with Modern Warfare. Like there's a bunch of maps in there. People hate Backlot, which I used to love when it was first released, but it plays different yeah. because you can climb and do things that you couldn't do before. You can climb on things, you can move around things. It's it's not the same, and you move faster, so it's a faster map. I remember it being a slower map. Now yeah, it's, it's very, very fast. The mechanics of how the game is played have completely changed. So Crash is the same way. And I feel like Crash, like I feel like they shrunk the map. I don't know why. I feel like my guy's too big for the map. It's <laughs> it's weird. Like I get into that helicopter in, in there and it drives me crazy. Oh, that helicopter's that, bullshit. And you can almost barely fit into it. And it's like, I don't remember ever having problems getting into that helicopter when I first played Crash originally. That is absolutely a one-person helicopter. Mm-hmm. There's, it is ridiculous how small that helicopter is. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what they say. We'll see what they announce for it. I don't know. 
You know, it's Call of Duty. It's Treyarch. I'm not a big Treyarch it's, fan. Yeah. I don't like Treyarch. I don't like Black Ops titles. I, yeah, so. I've never really, I've never really liked their Black Ops titles, so I can understand that. I, I, I like zombies, but and they, went, I like Blackout. I like, like when when they did their the uh, yeah. battle royale. That I like Blackout a lot. I really did. I like the map. I like, I like that battle royale title. I just don't like Treyarch multiplayer. I don't know. Well, it's just me, and I'm like, yeah. I'm definitely the minority because no, people love it. People no, love it's it. not that great. You're not well. I guess we're the minority, but mm-hmm. still, I like when their first zombies and their second zombies, and then they fuck zombies too. Why do they fuck everything up? Well, they they're they're looking at revisiting that, so I don't change. So I don't play zombies. I haven't played zombies since the first one. The second one was too complicated, and now it's a whole different. Yeah, thing. that's when they started complicated. Like the very first set of zombies was really fucking fun. Kino Dertoten, fucking had. I've played hours on that fucking map. Yeah, and now it's just so fucking convoluted with fucking flashing lights and hidden Easter eggs and do this, do that, and fucking summon fucking Cthulhu and fuck off, dude. Just let me shoot zombies. That's what I went there for, not to fucking, not for a story. Yeah, just you want mindless zombie violence. Yeah. Who doesn't want that in their day? Exactly. I want that in my day. All right, enough with that. So let's go into the uh, the, the final thing we have, which was uh, some quarantine viewing stuff. Stuff you want to watch, like while we're all stuck at home, stay in place, all this horse shit. I had two quick ones I wanted to throw out real fast. First is a new show called Snowpiercer, and it's based off the movie of the same name. And it's the most silly concept in the world. It's just kind of like you got to like just listen to this the concept and just throw your brain out the window because the world has frozen over. We're super sub-zero, 100 degrees below zero, blah, blah, blah. And the only way they can survive is to put the remaining human race on this train, a thousand and one cars long, this monster crazy-ass train that's huge. Like some of these rooms seem like warehouses. I don't get it. But like I said, I just throw that all out. I don't care. I'm just watching the show. <laughs> I'm like bored. There's, I'm looking for a new show, something like sci-fi-ish. Um, so this fits the bill. Uh, basically what it is is this train has all different class systems built on. And you start off with the tailies. The, two, the last two cars are called the tailies. And they're people that have stowed away on this train before it started this voyage and the world froze over. And they're the lowest of the low. They're basically kept in there like cattle. And at the front of the train, you have the upper class. It's kind of similar like how Titanic was, the movie Titanic. Anyway, there's a murder on the train, which they think is a serial killer. So, of course, the only true detective on the train is one of these taily section people. So he comes out and is trying to solve this murder, all the while plotting a rebellion to overthrow the train Blah, 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 blah. So that's where we are. So there are three episodes in. If you're looking for something different to watch, you're bored, it's on TNT. And you can catch up on the past episodes on their website. So TNT, I think, has their full episodes. Uh, The other show I had to talk about was Barry. And I have no idea, but for some reason, this kept popping up on my YouTube front page. Barry, different clips of this and that. And so I decided to check it out. It's basically a dark comedy it's about a uh, a guy who's an assassin who used to be a marine he became an assassin and he goes out to do this job and he decides to become an actor and he's taking acting lessons it's kind of it's 
<laughs> it's it's, it's a little off. Yeah, it's funny. It's um, that's for sure. Did you watch it, or do you, have you watched? I've it? seen, I think, a good portion of season one, okay. and I haven't finished it. But yeah, yeah, it's I on Amazon. Yeah. So yeah, you have really? Henry Winkler's. Is uh, yes, it's on Amazon Prime. The first it season. Was, I love the second. It's HBO, so that's what surprised me because it's an HBO, so it's probably they let Amazon have access to the first season, but I bet the second season is HBO only. And I think the third season is supposed to be coming out soon. I can't find out any stories on that. It, it wasn't canceled, so it, it should be coming out soon. But um, it's 30-minute episodes, eight episodes per season. It's Yeah, it's it's funny. Like I like that NoHo Hank guy, the, uh, the bald Chechen. He's kind of a, a character. He's, well, he's in Gotham. Oh, okay. I didn't, yeah, I he's... It. Oh, fuck, I forgot his name. The psychopath that likes to cut people in the Gotham universe. He's a funny character in the show. It's, it's good. So if you're looking for a show to watch, check out Barry. I think someone put in there Ghost in the Shell 2045. Never heard of this. Well, it's an this anime. Is, of course you haven't. Oh, it's, it's, it's the actual Ghost original? In the Shell. Okay. This is, this is a, a sequel. So there was um, two Ghost in the Shells that are, you know, kind of there's an original movie that was, what, 1980s, late 80s, early 90s? Yeah, the oh, cartoon. Yeah. Right, anime. And then there anime. was another one. Yeah, absolutely. Then there was another one after that. And this is now the third, but this one is in CGI. Okay. Hmm. Um, and it's on Netflix. It came up originally and it was not dubbed. It was um, subtitles. And I watched like the first episode and I just couldn't, I'm not, I just can't do it. Because when there's action I'm, on the screen, I have trouble reading and watching action simultaneously. I understand, dude. I, I, it's, unless it's like a slower pace thing, I can't do sub. I have to do there's, sub too much going on so anyway this one is is uh they they said subtitle you know dub is coming dub just showed up this week as in like last friday i think so i watched the whole thing since friday and i think it's only 12 episodes you know they're 30 minute episodes or whatever as is ghost in the shell is kind of good stuff and you guys know you know the the main character with the purple hair and i think they made a movie with um scarlett johansson Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's all uh, she was human, but now she's all cyborg. And they put um, her in that little outfit. Holy fucking hell! Yeah, but she's like she doesn't <laughs> oh even have God. no tits or vagina. You know what I mean? She's like a robot. There's nothing. She has nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's just she's when she's completely naked. There's no, it's not revealing because she's a robot. But anyway, but she's been she's been naked on TV, fully naked. Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson. Oh yeah. What, what am I missing? What was that movie? She, she was some like goofy movie, some about she was it an was, alien. It was like some indie movie. Yeah, it was an indie and, movie. And this was after like the Avengers. Like she's popular. Like this isn't like okay, early I'll find stuff. That. When and adding to the quarantine viewing, we you should be adding that movie. Well, I don't because, think you'd want to watch the movie. You're probably just better off just looking for the picture of her nude. But <laughs> for sure. But anyway, Ghost in the Shell. It starts off a little bit slow. If you've watched the other ones, it it. it it um it hooks in well enough, but it's you know establishing a foundation. But by the end of it, it's it's moving. It's it's got a, it's running. You know, it's fast. It's fast paced, and you're like, what? What did I miss? And I, a couple times I had to back up. It definitely has that thumbs up. You know, action sci fi nerd futuristic anime stuff that I dig. You know, and it and it takes it takes the right type of thing. You know, um, you guys know I come from like RPG stuff where I always played that kind of shit. So this is like my jam. This is the stuff that I would watch. Um, so anyway, that's that. I highly recommend that one. 
Um, and then, uh, if you guys don't mind, I'll jump into the next one, which is the Star Wars thing. Under um, Your Skin. That I'm was sorry? the indie movie with Scarlett Johansson. Under Your Skin. I have to look that up. All right. I I'm post, gonna, I post a picture for you in the uh, W chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank of course you. I did. <laughs> of course I did. But, uh, oh, speaking of the anime, like you, you were talking about the dub, like, um, that's the same. I like to watch, um, Attack on Titan, is it called? Or what's the... Yes, you've watched Attack on Titan? You like oh, that yeah. one? Yeah, That's my yeah. jam, too. Now, that one, no space magic, but I like that one. That one is funny, because that one's outside of what I normally dig. Um, but I, it, I got to the end of Dubbed, and I could only get stuff that was subtitled. So I think I'm two seasons behind now. And I think it's back... Now it's dubbed again, but I just hadn't picked it back up again. So I think I'm two seasons behind. Um, but I like that one too. That's definitely one that's what that you that? know. Th- there's certain musty anime. Uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's okay. that's a must. Like that one is oh, like yeah. you know nerd. Like you might lose your nerd card if you say I won't watch that or I don't like it. I think that's oh, yeah. just it. That one is like a must see. Uh, and I I would say that go this Ghost in the Shell is up there. It may not. I say it's not quite as good as Attack on Titan, but it's still pretty damn good. I'll definitely check it out. Um, if you guys, again, don't mind, I'll go on to the Star Wars bullshit here. Oh, so boy. Now we're if, in trouble. Here's yeah, you know, definitely the Star Wars I, I'll, you know, so I'm going to try to keep it pretty tame. There's two different shows that come out recently, and I know some of us um, jumped right on it. Is the, the Clone Wars, when Disney bought, picked up the Star Wars franchise, the Clone Wars adru- abruptly ended. So that was a Clone Wars uh, animated series. And they um, quickly came out with Star Wars Rebels. Big time jump. It's ones before the uh, basically before a new hope was the Clone Wars and this and um, the Star Wars Rebels happens pretty much at the same time as a new hope about the same time, you know, Vader's active, etc. So we big time jump in there. So we lost all that time in between and and there was thinking they just weren't going to ever fill that gap. So the Clone Wars did come out with a final season, which I think is season five. And it definitely filled in the gap. It talked about Order 66, Ahsoka Tano, and the final four episodes of The Clone Wars, I'm going to go on record to say the final four episodes are better than the whole prequel trilogy. So I'm throwing that shit down there. It I haven't better. watched it at all, and I would, get, I would agree with you. <laughs> They did a really good job of tying up the stuff. And it's one of those things. I'm like, how is it that in an animated series, they can do a better job of fan justice or, or serving our fan base with the things that we want to see and the questions we want answered than in three major movement motion pictures. I just, I'm beside myself on how bad a job one did versus how good a job the other did. I mean, I'm going to say something about the, the, uh, the prequels. And that's basically like, who the fuck wants to see Space Hitler growing up? And that's what they gave us. I mean, I can't even comprehend like that was okay. And they show, well, this is why he turned that way. I'm like, it never made any sense to me. And I always thought like they talked about the Clone Wars stuff. I always was going to just say like what they should have had done was Anakin be this super Jedi, one of the top Jedis ever. They're losing the war in desperation. He decides to clone himself. But they always say, don't clone Jedis, blah, blah, blah. He does. The clone is Darth Vader and kills him. 
I think that would have been a better story than watching this kid grow up to be space Hitler. I just thought that it's would have been good. No, that's a good point. That's why wow, I haven't even even think about that. That would have been great. That makes, makes sick. If you watched any of the original the Clone Wars before the new season, that Anakin is better than the um, Hayden Christensen version. Now Hayden Christensen, obviously, you know he does the best he can as an actor, but he was weak. He was not a good actor for the role. I mean, it's a heavy role to play. And he just wasn't good at it. The animation did that Anakin so well. It did just did a great job of playing that version of Anakin better than the actor did. So anyway, that's an important... I think that any of the Star Wars nerds should really, really, really consider seeing that. And especially if you're a Mandalorian fan, it's going to fill in some little bit of the history because Ahsoka Tano is going to be joining the cast of The Mandalorian. So you're going to be like, why how is she gonna get there who like i thought she died order 66 well this is gonna fill in that without any spoilers this is gonna fill in some of that um, um you didn't know so sorry this i guess is, you this heard is clone wars. <laughs> this is clone wars well i'm not worried about being spoiled so i i, I keep hearing like uh, a lot of people in chat talk about clone wars and how good it is i just got to get my ass around the watching because i enjoy star wars but i don't enjoy the movies and you didn't make. like the prequel trilogy. So I think that you will like the Clone Wars, all of the Clone Wars, better than the prequel trilogy. Because it kind of, as much as Anakin is in it, and there's a lot of stories that he's not. And again, that version of Anakin is far better. I saw the the original, original Star Wars Clone Wars cartoons. The movie. Out. The little shorts, the little like five, ten minutes. Oh, 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 yeah. And they were fantastic. I mean, oh, they if you brought like in, those, these yeah. are these are the same. It's the same story, by the way. A lot of the story from that is what's made its way over to the the animated series. Um, but they weren't still being eight minutes long. They're you know twenty three or whatever it is. Yeah, because they they brought in the one episode where they brought in General Grievous, and that is fantastic. It's just a great, just a great cartoon. Just it did General Grievous better than they did him in the movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Again, I can't get my head wrapped around that. Is it because of limitations of technology or just they think audiences are dumber? I just don't get it. Like why they have to make things so limited when it comes to movies where we can get so much more depth out of a fucking 20-minute animated TV show. We get so more depth of character. I think they're willing to take more of a chance on the characters, plus they're able to flesh them out longer. I think when they're trying to make these movies, I I really question the people in charge because I don't know what's going on. Not only do they make mistake after mistake after mistake, but they just can't write. They, no one can write anymore. That's why we're getting these reboots, these remakes. That's why when they bring back like Luke Skywalker, he's a disaster like that. Uh, I'm not even going to go down this, but yeah, it's... Yeah. They get to the movies, they're just making huge mistakes because... They're trying to, to fulfill an agenda, I think, and I don't know. I'm just not even going to go down this way. It's just... I'm right there with you. I just don't... I, I don't know the answer. I just know the question. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, there's things that I see that I like and things that I don't like. And, you know, I have to say I was fairly disappointed in, in that prequel trilogy. I think I liked the newer trilogy better than the prequel trilogy. But again, as it relates, the Clone Wars which again, it's animated, both animated series, both the uh, Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars did a great job of conveying the story, having a bunch of nerd shit in there that I like, instead of it having being watered down and made up. And and wonder if it's like, you know, mass appeal as opposed to they know only, you know, us nerds are watching these shows. 
probably better written and, and the characters are fleshed out properly. Bottom line, I mean, and they're probably so, likable. And they are. Like you look at the characters, like in the movies, like a lot of these characters, the, the actors aren't likable. The characters aren't, you can give a crap about. You look at the new ones and like. I liked Obi-Wan though. I liked, he worked. Um, I Ewan liked, McGregor as um, Obi-Wan? Yeah, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. I thought he was good. Um, I thought Darth Maul was an interesting bad guy. Yeah, Darth Maul is probably one of the most interesting characters in the original prequel trilogy. And he had like two lines. He didn't say shit. Well, look at Boba Fett. He had two lines. So again, the hope we have for live action stuff is Mandalorian. And I think that they've done a pretty good job laying it out for this, you know, next season. Here's my thoughts on Mandalorian. Mandalorian to me is popcorn Star Wars where they're just, it's, I don't take it too serious. It is what it is. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I don't hate it. Right. If that makes and, sense. And I'm I a Star Wars fan. <laughs> but here's, here's what I'll say about that. You not hating something is probably the best review you give anything <laughs> well, no that's not uh, true there's stuff like and i say this all the time like it's stuff that's done well like like um like the boys the the the, the right, uh, right. Yeah. no i i did like that one and that it, to me was absolutely fantastic like just it incredible was and like your jaw hit the floor every episode right yes. like oh my god oh my god like, yeah and what was the one um with the uh, the school, like the the guys, the the oh, Project the Umbrella or uh, um, yes, Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. Academy, or Academy. Yeah. Oh, that one was Man. good. That's coming that out with good. the new season, July. Yes, they have it. It was filmed before the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. So you it's so, coming out. So anyway, um, as it relates to Mandal- Mandalorian, there's a behind the scenes look, and it's some serious nerd shit that they talk about, <laughs> right? Oh God. And, and I liked it because just like we filled in the blanks with the Clone Wars, and again, it's something where the Clone Wars, I mean, anybody could watch the Clone Wars and get the stuff. These guys talked about, you know, um, one of the directors was talking about how he had a sit down with Lucas. And Lucas uh, had, you know, seen his work on other things and said, hey, look, I'm, you know, I'm interested, sit down, whatever. And he has a sit down with George Lucas. And does and talks about everything except the job and so he's like he's he's like all right well you know we we it was like 15 minutes of lucas telling him a story of of how he thought about you know things would be in the you know original trilogy and new hope and and some backstory and he gets to the end of his you know 15 or 20 minutes he gets with lucas and never talked about himself at all and he's like well i guess i'm it's safe to assume that you know i'm i'm not getting the job of directing whatever it was and uh, he's like, oh, no, no, I liked you. And, and yeah, or I'm sorry, the, it, it changes. Lucas has to get off. And his assistant says, well, and he's like, oh, my God, that's it. Um, and he says to the assistant, um, so I guess I, I don't have the job. Oh, no, he liked you. You have the job. He's like, I didn't say two words. He told me a story. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what the stuff you hear in this behind the scenes Mandalorian thing. And it's, it's just like in Disney Plus style. They're dropping it weekly. I watched the first three or four episodes. And one of the things about Mandalorian that you guys might not know is each episode has a different director. Uh, gosh, what's his name there? The from uh, Marvel is kind of like the supervising uh, director. Um, he was. Yeah, I, uh, I can't. You know what I'm talking about. I can't yeah. remember his name. Anyway, he's supervising, but there's a different director for every episode. So. So, right, right, because each one has a different thing and a different. I, I definitely like. I mean, they, hey, if you if you don't like it, it's fine. But what I'm I really like is two, for 
for one reason and one reason only. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, as Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason I'm even going to watch She's going to be badass, Who, I'm telling who's, you. Who's going to be the actor, actress? Rosario Dawson. I don't know who she is. God damn um, it. Hold on. He'll, he'll put it in chat for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll know Probably. who she is. She was in, what, ER? Was that ER she was in? Um, what was she in? Anyway, she's hot. Um, it's all that matters. She's hot. So, she's hot. <laughs> and not only that, Ahsoka is, is like a badass character. So, I think a hot girl playing a badass character helps. Um, so, behind the scenes, they talk about a bunch of cool stuff. And one of the big things that I'll, I'll kind of throw out there that they talked about was in the, the prequel trilogy, they call it the Duel of Fates. And basically, it was, and I, I posted a... There uh, we I go, think, rabbit hole. Yeah, I know, rabbit hole shit. Um, I posted some, there's a, um, I posted something in the forums on this. But basically, it's the, the gist of it is, if Darth Maul wins, or more importantly, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon loses the Duel of Fates, um, basically, that is the thing that sets Anakin on the path that becomes Darth Vader which resolves in the end of Jedi. And that's the beginning of the first prequel movie. So that they set that up and they describe the whole thing and me telling you, you won't believe it. But if you hear this director talk about it and talk about how Lucas talked to him about it, you will get that the prequel trilogy, if done well, would have been very impactful. But if the way they describe it, you're like, oh, oh. Anyway, that's my plug for watching this. Disney Gallery Mandalorian. It's on uh, Disney Plus. I think that you'll see um, it's some really good stuff. Again, if you didn't like The Mandalorian, maybe it's not for you. If you did like The Mandalorian or you like Star Wars in general, it yeah, probably see, I like, is. I like Star Wars in general. And I, I did enjoy the uh, animated Clone Wars. I, I should check out this one because I know gotten good reviews, not only from you, who's like Mr. Nerdy I like Neckbeard, yeah, I like but um, from F- Fish, who's a little bit more critical. Yes. Like Fish, me, so. I know Fish is, is a little bit, he's a little more towards you on the spectrum than I am, but he definitely like Clone Wars. I haven't heard what he has to say about the Mandalorian behind-the-scenes shit. I'm sure but he I likes you. He's a big Star Wars nerd. He reads all the comic. he loves the comic books, the Star Wars comic books. I've read a few of the books. Back in the day, I read a whole bunch of books, and there's some characters that are in the books that are kind of making their way into the animated series that they're suggesting may make their way into the live action, which would be sick. But yeah, that's, I mean, that nerd shit's for another time. But there's, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't read books. I haven't read any of the Disney books. Sorry, I say Disney books. Oh my gosh. Star Wars books in probably, what, 2003 or four was the last time I read any Star Wars books. I think it's, as soon as I had kids, my ability to read books went out the window. I oh, I read. hear you. My Kindle sits neglected. And it's loaded um, and up with some good stuff. You know, 2,000 oh, well. hours plus a Destiny time probably doesn't help either, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, no Solus, Solus can't read, but in, in, in his defense, hey, he lives I in, use a, Audible. in the area that can't. Yeah. At least. <laughs> hey, no, yeah, it's works. crazy. You know, Audible's great. I mean, I, I have a 20-minute a commute to work and back. I could read 40 minutes a day if I just listen. Shit, just that's, listen. that's you know? one way for me. <laughs> All Let right. me see. I'm actually curious what my Audible stats are now since you did that to me it's i think i have like oh shit months of oh month God. upon months <laughs> uh, i have three months 16 days eight hours and 32 minutes worth of listening time on audible i have 116 different books damn good for you my man see like yeah. your brain's growing and the rest of us you know we're just getting dumber 
You know? No, that's bullshit. It ain't growing at all. But I do love <laughs> my Audible, so. And they've got a lot of voice actors that do really. I didn't know they made really that many well. Curi- Curious George books. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> you leave Curious George alone, goddammit. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the ReaperCast. Oh, my goodness. I think we went on and on and on. Uh, Fucking nerds. <laughs> i like to thank everybody for being on the show. Thank you, Valiant, for stepping up last minute. Uh, thank you, Solus, as well, for coming on. As well, you're always on. Solus is uh, Oh, punishment, man. Glutton for it. <laughs> he likes to play. I love Valiant's it. It's always there for us. So Backup, man. Yeah, yeah, you know. Backup, way back. Now, if we can get Gunny to be way, way back, that'd be even better. <laughs> As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grammyforgamers.com and to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spell out the D-O-T. And with that, we're out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. Oh, uh, see you later, fuckers. See you guys later.